0: a radical point in our in our study because growing in his word is picking up the speed. and here we are in John chapter 1 verse 29. and we talked about last week how the disciples are coming, man. they just got baptized. I'm excited. Lord Jesus, come and fill this Bible study today, this sermon Lord, this awesome time that you're here, Lord. Lord give us your word, Father and speak to our hearts. Lord, we love you Jesus. We look up to you, Father, and we want to be imitators of you, Father, because that's what you've called us to do, Lord. Father, we see that you're real, and we want to be real, Jesus. We want to grow, Lord, in your word. We want to grow in your love, Father. We want to grow in your mercy and in your statutes, Lord. Amen, Jesus. This is radical. Thank you, Father. Lord, speak to us. In your name, Jesus. Amen. Isn't it rad? John was just coming out of the out of the wilderness, man. You know, and he, he's basically excited. He's, he witnessed to the priests and the Levites. He's, he's hitting the what He just got done, you know, uh, uh, baptizing. He's witnessing at the baptism with Christ. And, you know, we talked about that in Matthew 3, chapter, chapter 3, verse 13. But, but what's awesome is the next day, John saw Jesus coming toward him, remember? And he said, behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. That's when the roller coaster went up and went boom. And that's when everything changed. Here we are. We see the disciples. They just got born again, man. They just now are starting to see that the law, it sucks. They can't be in the law anymore. The law was holding him down. And you're thinking, what's the law, man? I mean, if you're a new believer, we're talking about the law of Moses. We're talking about the beginning of the Bible, the Old Testament. Listen, we're talking about the stuck in the old law, meaning they only believed they only believed back then. Well, there was many beliefs, but back then the Jews believed that Moses had the law and he had the key to heaven, basically. That he was the one to prepare the way. And they were waiting on the Mashiach. They were waiting on the Messiah. They were waiting on uh, the prophet to come to them, Elijah, and all this stuff. They were waiting. So here we see this is so exciting because, man, I just, <laughs> if you could just grasp this awesome time here in verse 30, 29, where it talks about Jesus the next day, John saw Jesus coming. He's seen him, he was coming. Now imagine that. The Messiah is coming toward him, man. And he said, behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Wow. We talked about how we're sinners, how we struggle every day to be like Christ. And you're thinking, man, Joseph, I'm never going to be like Christ. No, you're not going to be Christ, but you can be like him. You can mimic him. You don't have to be stuck in your old behavior. What's radical is verse 30 says this. This is he of whom I said after me comes a man who is preferred before me. For he was before me. John was talking about it, man. He said, look, I did not know him, but that he should be revealed to Israel. God is revealing himself to the world. And he's revealing himself to you. He's revealing himself to every 50 states in America and all around the world. But listen to this, it's important because as believers we have to realize that Jesus came with love, not with a stick. He didn't come to beat us into his love. He came to openly accept us for where we were and who we are and how we are. And you're thinking, but I'm a, I'm a this, I'm a that. It doesn't matter what you are. What matters is that you repent and come to Jesus. But what's awesome is verse here we go. We're gonna get back, we're gonna roll back into it. Verse 32, get your seatbelt on. Listen, Bible, Bible note takers, get your pins out because here we go, man. I'm excited. We're gonna we're gonna reach off to 35 coming up. And John bore witness, verse 32. He bore the witness, man, his testimony. Remember, we talked about that. And he bore witness, saying, I saw the Spirit descending from heaven like a dove, and he remained upon him. I did not know him, but he who sent me to baptize with the water said to me, upon whom you see the Spirit descending and remaining on him, this is he who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. We talked about the Holy Spirit and how powerful it is. And I have seen... Verse thirty-four and testify that this is the Son of God. Listen, here we go, verse thirty-five. Thirty-five says, This is amazing because Andrew and Peter are gonna pick up their own cross and follow Jesus. But these guys are 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 just they're they're waiting and they're and they're 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 watching. And these guys just came to the faith, and Andrew, see, he must he, Andrew basically sought out his brother Simon and Peter uh, because he wanted to share, man. He was excited, just like I'm excited, to share with you. Listen, people are hurting. When you got gold, man, when you got a treasure, when you got something that nobody has and you want to give it to them, you can do it. You have so much to give people and you don't even know it. Listen to this. Verse 35 says, Again the next day, John stood with two of his disciples. You're going to love this. And looking at Jesus as he walked, he said, Behold the Lamb of God. The two disciples heard him speak, and they followed Jesus. Let's rewind this. Again the next day, John stood with two of his disciples. It's 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 it, it's awesome. Listen. He stood with two of his disciples. We believers gotta stand together. We need to build up one another. They stood together. What happens, man, if they would have left? What happens if they would have said, you know what, cool, that was a cool baptism, man? What if John said that was a cool baptism? I'm out of here, man. Cool. See you later, Jesus. No. What did he do? Listen, they stood together and they went out together. Listen, listen, he went out there and he went to find his brothers. He wanted to tell them about the gold. He wanted to tell them, hey, man, look, this is radical. Jesus Christ just showed up. The Messiah, he's here. He's here. He was excited. Can you imagine? Believers, he was excited. Are we excited? Are we going through it real bad in our lives where we can't just say, Lord, I surrender? We fall. We believers fall. But we need people like us and we need people to become more like Jesus. We can become more like Jesus. Listen, we don't want to be left alone. You ever see those movies on National Geographic where there's a wolf, man, and he's just out in snow. It's pure white snow. And you see the beautiful little doves or the, the beautiful little deer. You know, they're just going through the snow. They're just, you know, the sheep's walking through. And he's watching them, man. The wolf is watching them. What does he do? He singles them out. The enemy wants to single you out. He wants to get you and take you out and single you out, isolate you, because that's his trick. He wants to trick you into isolation so you won't go out and give God's awesome word of God. He doesn't want you to lift up your brothers and sisters because that's his goal. The enemy's goal is to destroy, seek, lie, and cheat and make you feel Less of a person. Man, these guys were... These guys were excited. Baptism just happened, man. He just got dunked. <laughs> he's excited, man. He's 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 bailing out to meet his brothers. Listen. Listen to this. You're going to love it. He goes out and 37 says the two disciples heard him speak and they followed Jesus. They heard him speak. And they followed Jesus. Isn't that radical? They heard him speak and they followed Jesus. Check this out. Check this out. This is important because we need to listen to the Holy Spirit speak to us. Some of you may think, you know, I don't know how to do that. Well, it's easy. It's easy. We gotta pray and we seek the Holy Spirit, and He'll speak to us. Check this out. I want to talk to you about Romans. It's 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 radical because Romans chapter twelve verse five. It states, so we being many are one body in Christ and individually members of one another. Man, we're one another. When we become born again, we're in one another. It's easy to get caught up in our own sin, in our own way, in our own old ways, our old selfish ways. But we got to keep focused on the prize. Listen, here comes the big topic right here here it comes man the next listen this is awesome because we gotta keep going and we must keep our eyes on jesus look what it says in verse 36 and looking at jesus he walked he said behold the lamb of god and looking he looked he looked at jesus he just met the messiah imagine you just met the messiah when you receive him you're brand new you're tripping out. You got a new life. You were you were you were studying this law that wasn't saving you, and that's what was going on, man. They were twisted. I'm not saying their their religion's twisted, but they're off. <laughs> you, know, you you don't have Christ, you're off. I mean it's true. Paul said that that oh you foolish be be bewitched Galatians who's cursed you, Galatians chapter five. Read it. It's there. I don't want to hear it. It's there. Listen, it's there. We're born again. We become a born again, brand new. And we met the Messiah. We need to walk as he walked. Straight out walk like he walked. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 22 through, through 24. Listen to what it states. It's, it's radical. Listen. It says, you ready? Here it comes, man. It says that you put off concerning your former conduct the old man which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lusts and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, verse 24, and that you put on the new man which was created according to God in the righteousness and holiness. Or new woman. We got to be new. We must be new. We must understand that we as believers are born again, and we can live a life pleasing to Christ. It's a whole new world. And verse 37 says, The two disciples heard him speak, and they followed Jesus. And then Jesus turned and seeing them following, he said to them, What do you seek? Can you imagine? You know he had a smile on his face. The Bible doesn't say, but you know he turned him and You know he turned around and he just said, What do you seek? What do you mean, what do you seek? They're just like tripping out. You know, they said to him, "Rabbi," which is to say when translated, teacher or Oni, or Rebi, "Where where are you staying?" They want to know where he's staying at. Verse 39 says and he said to them, "Come and see." And they came and sa- they came and saw where he was staying and and remained. And that's the key, believers, that we remain and Jesus. Dude, they stayed with them and remained with them. And He 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 sat with them and He He fed them His Word. And they grew in the Word of God. He taught them His Word. He they showed He showed them what it truly means to follow Him. Listen to this. It's awesome because we're going to get into verse 39. But but seeing this, listen, man, it's crazy because, because when Jesus speaks to us, we gotta listen. We gotta be obedient. We gotta. We gotta stop, and we, we have so much time for other things. You notice, we've got time for movies, we got time for Disneyland, we got times for for baseball. Oh, stop it! You're hurting my feelings. D- baseball, we can watch it, but do but do we gotta worship it? No, we got so much time for everything in this world, but we don't have time for our wives. Or children. Or God's word. It's serious. What are we doing, believers? Well, you're guilt tripping me. No, I'm not guilt tripping I'm telling you what the Bible teaches. That we need to be obedient to Jesus. We have to have a balance. You know? Baseball is baseball. But Jesus is Jesus. He said to them, come and see. And they saw They came and saw where he was staying. And he remained with him that day. And now it was about the 10th hour. And one of the two who heard John speak and followed him was Andrew and Simon, Peter's brother. He first found his brother Simon and said to him, We found the Messiah. Can you imagine that, man? Telling, Telling them we found the Messiah. Which is translated to Christ. And he brought him to Jesus. He brought him to Jesus. Now, when Jesus looked at him, he said, you are Simon, the son of Jonah. You shall be called Cephas, which is translated a stone. And, and so, we see verse 43, where Philip and Nathaniel are now going to start to follow Christ. And now we're going to start to see how radical it gets. This is where God's preparing The radical time in everyone's lives, even the future. This Bible speaks, not only for the past, but for the future. Amen? Here comes the snowball effect. It's coming, man. We're going on. 43, verse 43. So the following day, Jesus wanted to go to Galilee. Now, there's always a reason why Jesus wants to go somewhere. And he found Philip and said to him, follow me. Isn't that crazy? He just walks up to him and says, follow me. But verse 44 says, Now, Philip was from Bethsaida, the city of Andrew, and Peter. Now, listen up. Verse 45 says, Philip found Nathanael. Here's the most important part of this chapter, I think. And he said to him, We have found him of whom Moses in the law, and also the prophets wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. And Nathanael said to him, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Because Nazareth was a bunk town, man. It didn't have... It didn't have... He, he, it wasn't full of anyone that could be the savior, man. So this is, would be equivalent of your, like at the time, not a good city. However, this is going to get heated up, man. This, this, is, this is where it gets heated. Are you guys ready? We're going to be done with cha- almost to chapter two. We're almost going to hit chapter two soon. So here we go. Now pay attention to verse 45. Philip found Nathaniel and said to him, we have found him of whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote. Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. So here's the preparation. It's already happened. The the past is there and the future is coming. Here it comes. And verse 46 says, And Nathanael said to him, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? But Philip said to him, Come and see. So yeah, man, here he comes. He's bolting down the road. Check it out. Now, Jesus saw Nathaniel coming toward him. Check this out, man. He's, he's, he's booking. You know, he's, he's like hearts down to his stomach. He's thinking, man, we really found him. And he's thinking, nah, you no, know, you know he's thinking, I can't believe it. There's no way, man. So, so check this out, man. This is radical because this is where Jesus sees us. Listen, 47 is radical. Jesus has a plan for each and every one of you, and I'm going to prove it. Are you ready? I'm, I'm going to prove it to you. Right now, buckle up. Here it comes. Philip said to him, come and see. Now ready? 47 says, Jesus saw Nathaniel coming toward him, and he said to him, behold, an Israelite indeed, whom whom is no deceit. Listen to that. Jesus saw Nathaniel coming toward him, and he said of him. Basically, he said, here comes a Hebrew with no deceit in him, because he loved God. Now watch this. Nathaniel said to him, well, how do you know me? And Jesus answered him and said to him, Well, before Philip called you, when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. Wow! In Hebrew, they do a tefillin. A tefillin is when we wrap it around our hands and we pray the Baruch Adonai Eloheinu Melech HaOlam in Hebrew. And we devote to God a personal he, uh, a prayer and a devotion to God. And only God knows what Nathaniel was saying to him. Listen to this. N- Nathaniel answered and said to him, Rabbi, you are the son of God. You are the king of Israel. He's looking up thinking, this guy knows everything that I prayed. And listen to this because it gets rad. I mean, it gets radical. Jesus answers and said to him because I said to you I saw you under the fig tree do you believe? He's basically saying, "Oh, because because I can read your mind? Do you believe? Is that why?" Like he's he's telling them. And 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 check this out. Check this out. The Old Testament basically um you know, this is the expression that's 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 in there and Micah talks about this in Micah 4 chapter 4 verse 4 and Zechariah three, ten. but you see Nathaniel was meditating under the tree okay who knows maybe it was the dream of Jacob you know but but he said I saw you and see Jesus manifested his supernatural knowledge okay and 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 he's in his brain now. He's in his head. The Holy Spirit's in this guy's head. And Jesus is telling him. He said to him, because I said to you that I saw you under the fig tree, do you believe now? Only because you see miracles, basically? Wow, what does that say? What does that say about you listeners? I'm going to tell you in a minute. You'll see greater things than they, these, Jesus said. Listen, God wants to do miracles in your life. Here's what I wanted to tell you about this whole chapter. It's called when you pray to Jesus Christ and you ask him to help you and you ask him to show you and you ask him to, to reveal himself to you, he's going to do it. He's going to be there for you. Jesus is going to be there for you every single time. You just got to have faith. Like the book of Hebrews chapter 11 says, the honorable faith, we got to be like Christ. Just depend on him. Listen to me. Fully depend on Jesus. We don't need to depend on man. We don't need to depend on a on a on a on a, on a house or a boat or a yacht or a car or or anything that's not of God. I mean, yeah, you can have those things, but don't worship it. Look, Jesus is saying to you, I know your thoughts. I'm in your brain. I see what you're doing. I love you. I want a relationship with you. Will you surrender? Will you stop what you're doing? Stop. Just stop and pray. Get into your devotional. Get on your knees. Ask and i will help you and you may think right now no you don't understand no pastor you don't understand i'm going through some crazy stuff in life my parents hate me my wife doesn't love me i'm i'm broke i'm down i've got nothing anymore but you're wrong you're rich you're rich you have the holy spirit that will never leave you, Jesus said. I will never leave you and I will never forsake you. And I've been there. We've been there. Everybody's been there. But Jesus always knows. Church, we better get ready. Listeners, we need to get ready. Cause God's coming back soon. Look, man, in a twinkling of an eye, the rapture's gonna happen. But but listen to this, we better get prepared. Well, I don't know how to do that. Read, growing, growing in the Word will teach you. Listen, God wants to show you something. He wants to grow you something. He wants to know with you and show you that He has a plan for you and that He wants to use you. How can you use me? You ever tell your employee or your, your fellow friend or your neighbor or anybody, go out there and say, can I pray for you? Look, Jesus saw Nathaniel praying He's starting his ministry. Jesus is starting his ministry. His public ministry is starting and Jesus wants to start with you. Listen, it's it's crazy because verse um, 51 says and he said to him most assuredly I say to you Hereafter, you shall see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. Boom! He just glorified himself as the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. He is Jesus Christ. He is God. He is the God of the Old Testament. He took Moses' job. He, he, he became uh, 100% human and 100% God. And he died for you. And you know what? He loves you. And no matter what you're going through, he wants to meet you every obstacle in your life he wants to he wants to help you whether he uses another believer to do it or or a stranger to do it he's going to do it man he's going to complete the work in you that he's finished that he started he's going to finish it jesus christ never starts something he cannot finish and believe me christian believe me non-believer whoever you are listener Jesus Christ will work in your life. You just got to say this. Look, Father God, I I I want to grow in your word. Father, I want you to reveal yourself to me just like you did Nathaniel. There's so much nuggets in that. And that just that one verse, we could be here for days. But just know this. Are you the Nathaniel? Are you the one God wants to use? He does. Are you the one that God wants to to show and grow and mold you into his image? We can do it. He can do it. He's going to change water into wine soon. And no, he's not going to get drunk. I don't want to hear any emails. Hey, Jesus is going to get drunk next week. No, he can do it. He's going to do it. He's going to heal the sick. You're going to see big changes. Big, big things are going to happen in your life believers and you don't got to you don't got to pay money to get have that love that jesus wants to give you it's free because he said he who sets the son free is free indeed god loves you guys and i i love you guys and jesus is is going to work miracles in your life he's going to he's going to show you how those 120 to 180 gallons of the finest water became the finest wine that man ever put his lips on in chapter 2. And he's going to show you how the disciples are going to believe. Jesus is going to show you in chapter 2 that Christ is going to clean, clean the temple, man. He's going to clean those, those people doing the raunchiest stuff, man. He's going to show you how Christ witnesses to Nicodemus. He's going to show you how he, how he builds his church. He's going to show you and He's going to grow you. God is good, man. And He's available. Father, we come before You, Lord. We thank You for this, just this whole chapter. Lord, it's only about You, Father. It's not about us. Oh, Lord, we can sit here all day and just talk about the nuggets and, and this and that. And, but, Father, what it comes down to is how much we learn how to grow in you and, and be like you. We're blow-its, Lord, but we know that you are perfect. You were the guide that Moses handed the staff to. You were the one, Jesus, that shed your blood on that cross 2,000 years ago. What a blessing. What a friend indeed we have in you, Father. Lord, I want to just pray right now for the people listening, just in their own personal walk, Lord, I pray that you show them that you can do all things, Father. That you can you can do miracles in their life, and Father, I want you, Lord, I I I I, I pray that you uh, just give them, Lord, this radical experience that these disciples are experiencing, not only in this book, but the book of Acts too. Father, I pray that you give them the radical experience to just go out and love others, serve others, and then just, you know, be like you, Jesus. It's not hard. It's a simple plan. It's your grace. It's good enough, Father. And we thank you for that. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And hey, God bless you guys. And thank you for For coming back to growing in his word. Uh, God has a plan for you guys. Log on to growinginhisword.com and you can find all our podcasts. And remember, Jesus loves you. And we'll see you next week in John chapter 2. God bless you.